see the demon in you who doesn't wanna come out and play. I can see the demon in you who doesn't wanna come out and play. Everybody say fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. going down welcome back to the fuck this shit podcast i'm your host dre back again y'all already know what it is we start the podcast off the same way each week thank y'all for taking the time out to listen to this motherfucker i know we all grown we all busy so i absolutely appreciate that everybody who throw me money you know i love you even more when when i bring mcdonald's to my baby mamas y'all the kids who get the mcdonald's everybody else gets to watch y'all eat mcdonald's Y'all get to play with your Happy Meal toys. You don't got to share with your little broke-ass siblings and shit like that or whatever. And uh, so, you know, I appreciate y'all. I'm in the process of kind of switching over how we do the subscriptions or what you get for the subscriptions or whatever. So bear with me. I'm going to wait until I get all of it put together before I kind of roll it all out and tell you what's going to happen. Because I don't want to tell you some shit and then I change it. You know what I'm saying? I know we've done that before. That's not not a vibe. I don't like people who do that, so I don't want to be like that. Um, <clears throat> what else? Uh, man, I really felt like I had something very specific that I wanted to say at the top of this motherfucker. I want some like not profound shit or nothing like that, but it was relevant. I'm gonna tell y'all this, man. My memory lately has been so ass and. Listen, maybe it's the weed. I hope it's the weed. Because if it's not, am I dying, bro? Like, not dying, but like, am I going to get like, bro, both my grandparents got like some forms of like Alzheimer's dementia going on. My my daddy mama has, has had a little scotia, some things going on with her. Motherfucker, I don't, man, our... We don't be getting heart disease and cancer like that or whatever. We don't really get, we're not some cancer getters. You know, cancer has got a lot of genetic factors. We're not a cancer getting family. But boy, does that mind turn to jello pudding. God damn. So I'll be worried about it sometime. I'm going to get a bunch of shit on wax with y'all that way. No, I don't want to be like those rappers who, no, this is going to be like those rappers who talk about dying in way and then they die or they like yeah like young Dolph you know what I'm saying I'm gonna rap about getting murdered in my hood now I'm a dime I'll be on my podcast talking about yeah I'm putting these words out because I know my mind might go and then oh hell no anyway thanks for taking that journey with your boy um I found this article y'all and this is how I want to jump the podcast off no cap my nigga because it's a lot of it's a lot of non-lightheartedness going on today. And this to me was just when I seen the article, I said, nigga, this is for you to talk. It say seven things not to do while using marijuana. First of all, before I even get into this, and I know we jumping into some articles way early off the top, right? Before I even get into this. 
If you if you ever met a nigga who really smoked, if you ever met a stoner, you do know that if when a stoner see a list like this, what we thinking is, how can I break all these rules? Like we trying to prove that, like, oh, I'm such a stoner that I'm grown now, so I'm I'm beyond this to a small degree. It's still a piece of me that's that's itching to tell you I've done everything on this list. I ain't read it yet. Let's read it together. Many things on the there are many lists on the internet that highlight the fun activities you should do while high, but very few mention the things you should avoid. Knowing what not to do is just as, if not more important than what you can do while high. Everyday tasks and activities such as taking medication, going to work, and drinking orange juice are just a few. Why would you look? Shit article. So you're gonna give me a list of seven things, but you're literally gonna tell me three of the things in the whatever. Are just a few things you probably didn't know you should avoid while smoking. Keep reading to learn. Blah, 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 blah. Now they got me mad. Uh, keep reading to learn what not to do while using marijuana and the reasons why. Number one, take an extra hit. Take an extra hit, first of all. Unless unless I'm about to read this and they about to say take an extra hit is in, in a social smoking scenario. Because if that's the case, I can... I, I concur. I agree that that is an unacceptable practice to take additional hits off of a blunt that is supposed to be in rotation with your friends is greedy. And it's not, it's not community. It's not what marijuana is about. One mistake that many smokers make is taking an extra hit once they are already high. Taking an extra hit can put you over the edge, resulting in paranoia, anxiety, a racing heart, and a more undesirable and more undesirable effects. It's best to wait 15 minutes between hits to ensure you don't smoke too much. You will know that you've had enough CAC in your system when you feel relaxed and at peace. If you ever get too high, try taking a shower or nap to help sober you up. Okay. The end of that, quality advice. The shower or nap to sober you up. It's it's a win. That is true. Everything else, kind of. I actually have been a firm advocate of not getting people too high, in particular when they like new to smoking. Because it make you not like something that I personally am kind of fond of. So I, I just want the experience. I want you to experience it the way I do. I'm not trying to get you too high so I can laugh at you. That's kind of whack to me. So not getting too high. I feel. And weed does build on you. It's not like you hit take you take the hit and you already as high as you're gonna get. If you if you keep smoking, it will kind of roll up on you. So okay, like look, look, I ain't gonna lie for 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 speaking to a novice smoker, this may actually be a solid list so far. You may not want to take that additional hit. You may want to wait. Hell, honestly, if you smoke some good shit and you don't smoke, 15 minutes is not actually that bad. And some of y'all, I bet some of y'all have had some really, really terrible experiences smoking. And that's why you don't smoke. Or maybe you do smoke and you have really terrible experiences. And I feel like everybody on the podcast would love to hear about those. So, I mean, just feel free to write in. Anyway, (laughs) number two, talk to others about important issues. When you have THC in your system, it can be hard to respond to others with the same level of empathy and understanding that you normally would. 
One of the many side effects of using marijuana is having a somewhat carefree attitude. Discussing important issues while under the influence might be difficult, and you may seem uninterested, distracted, or unfazed. On the other hand, some strains can accentuate your emotions, and sensitive subjects can make you overly emotional. To avoid these scenarios, it's best to hold off on having important conversations until you're sober. Hey, yo, those are bars. Those are bars. You will fuck around and be having a serious-ass conversation with somebody who you love with all your heart, and you will be so high that they'll be trying to, like, make you really feel them, and you like, I do, and but your, your body, you're not emoting that. Your body is not showing that. And I know I'm saying this kind of like in a joking way, but no, for real. Even when you just think about it and, and try not to do this thing, you non-smoking motherfucks. Because you motherfuckers who don't smoke weed, you know? You know what you guys do? Every little time a motherfucker be a little high, you be like, oh, look, that's because you're so high. You make a small mistake while you high, it's because you high. You drop a pen while you're so high, so you drop the pen. Like niggas don't drop pens all the time. They'd be like, oh, you were so high, you could barely turn it up. Uh-uh. It'd be the over-exaggeration of what high people really be on from the non-highs. And that's slander, and I'm not accepting it here. But what I am saying is that when you are high, them eyes being low, you sat back in that chair, a motherfucker talking to you, pouring their life out to you, and you like, damn, bro, that's crazy. They don't understand. They didn't hear the accentuate. Because if I didn't care, I would have been like, damn, that's crazy. But I didn't. I said, damn, bro, that's crazy. Did you hear the crazy? (laughs) That's the emotion. But I can see how it wouldn't come off that way. So that may not be an effective tool for a nigga who don't smoke. Number three, go in public. Using marijuana in public and being under the influence is prohibited in most states and breaking these laws carry heavy fines. If you're caught smoking or high in public, you can face jail time or be fined from anywhere from a few hundred to a few thousand dollars. Additionally, being in public while high can be anxiety inducing and unsafe, especially if driving. Driving under influence is also illegal and might result in a DUI. For a new smoker, these are really not bad rules. I thought this was going to suck, but bro, if you really just knew the weed, this is a good idea. A nigga like me, I'm not like you. You're not like me. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of these things that you can't do that I'm going to do because I'm a G, baby. <laughs> um, But yeah, I've been around motherfuckers who don't really smoke like that. Going in public, taking them in public, they be freaking out a little bit on the inside. So, you know, just don't. Number four is watch a horror film. When using THC products, horror movies can seem extra terrifying, which is to me, if you're watching a horror film, you're watching it to be scared. So, I mean, if there's any time, and I'm just being honest, if there's any time when you might want to get a little high, even if you don't really smoke, it is a horror movie because most of them ain't really that scary. But if you high, now that I think about it, all the people who I know who don't like scary movies, none of them are stoners. The stoners that I know, they like scary movies. 
Many people think that smoking marijuana leads to difficulty concentrating. However, the opposite is true. I be trying to tell niggas this shit. Nigga be locked in, boy. What you think I got this degree on motherfucking drinking coffee? You think Starbucks got me this degree? <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> being high makes it, it, it makes it easy to hyper-focus. You just might not be focused on what others want. This intense concentration makes jump scares more shocking and gory scenes more disturbing. If you have a sensitive stomach or don't necessarily want to be scared, you might want to watch something more lighthearted like a comedy. I mean, that's also cool, too. Take other medications. I'm not going to read the whole thing behind this because if you don't already, if even if you do already smoke and you and you like get a new medication introduced to you, don't be one of those people who just dies on the weed hill to like literally die on life. You feel what I'm saying? Like I, I'm all about motherfucking smoking. If you grown, you take care of your shit and you not spending money you supposed to spend on something else on, on weed, then like smoke weed, nigga. I don't, I, I'm all for it, right? Gung-ho. But it is like a chemical that interacts with other things in your body. And if you're going to take other chemicals like me, a nigga like me, I don't take no medicine. This this is the only thing I got going. But they start giving me a bunch of pills and shit like that or whatever. And I start feeling like I feel weird or something like that. I'm going to sit the weed down and see if it's the weed, bro. So maybe that's my thing. That's probably going to tell you if you want medications, don't smoke weed at all. I'm not going to say that. That's why. That's wild. And it's discriminatory in nature. <laughs> to say that anyone who takes medication has to be bound from the joys of marijuana. Uh, that's my belief. Um, but real talk. Uh, yeah, don't, 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 don't drug and, and, and don't, don't drug another drug. You know what I'm saying? Uh, number six is work. Don't, hey, listen. If you if you new to smoking, do not go to work high. Do not lose your job going to work too high in that motherfucker. Do not if you do if if you are not an experienced smoker, do not go to your job, do not go to your school, do not go to your place of worship, do not go visit your in-laws, don't go pick your kids up, don't do any of that shit high unless you are true to this my nigga don't fuck yourself off trying to be cool bro that's not cool that's the that's the least coolest shit a nigga could ever do is fumble the bag on some goofy smoke when you get off work and go home and don't have shit else to do if this is not a culture that you have been a part of for years and that is it Period. I'm not. I'm not even reading the other article. That they, their advice cannot be better than me. Cannot be better than mine. Period. Number seven is drink orange juice. Now I wonder why. Because Wiz Khalifa said cushion orange juice. So you know, niggas is like you gotta have an orange juice with it. Me personally, I don't fuck with the OJ. Orange juice made me throw up one time when I was a kid, and so from now on, orange juice is the motherfucking devil, and I don't fuck with it. But anyway, uh, terpenes are naturally occurring compounds that are responsible for the way an item tastes and smells terpenes are found in every plant on earth but the citrus foods like lemons and oranges have abnormally high terpene levels marijuana also contains a large number of terpenes and for weed terpenes play an important role in feeling high 
The reason why it's not fully understood yet, but marijuana is the only plant that works synergistically to provide euphoria. I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> this terpene cannabis relationship is called the entourage effect. And when you consume other foods with high terpene levels like oranges, the entourage effect is heightened. In other words, drinking orange juice can make you higher. That's why, Wiz. Okay, Wiz. I've heard people say that about other drugs. They say if you drink orange juice when you're on ecstasy, you roll harder. Don't. It, you know, whatever. Um, for some, drinking orange juice to get more high may sound awesome, but keep in mind, getting too high can be uncomfortable and result in negative side effects. Additionally, pairing orange juice with weed has been known to give consumers vivid psychedelic dreams. This might also sound like fun. However, nightmares are also more vivid. Therefore, drinking orange juice before bed might lead to horrid dreams that are hard to forget. Yo. When I was on probation and I couldn't smoke anymore, this also happens when you stop smoking weed. You will have really vivid dreams. And when I tell you that I used to wake up in fear of my life, I used to literally be having nightmares that were so realistic to me. I woke up feeling like I was about to be murdered. I would have never been, I have never experienced the level of fear that I was experiencing waking up out of those dreams in any other format in life. I have had a gun held to me just once, just once by non-police, by police, lots of times. Like I have been, I have been at gunpoint a bunch. It, it, it had nothing on these nightmares, nothing on these nightmares. I, I would never fuck. I told you orange juice. I told you it was already fuck orange juice for me. I'm all about something that gets you higher, but I ain't fucking with the orange juice if it give you the dreams, bro. I'm not letting them dreams come back, bro. Uh-uh. Them shits had me never want to sleep again, y'all. I was about to fucking glue my, uh, tape my eyelids open like fucking Tom from Tom and Jerry put the, with the clothespins in his shit or the, the toothpicks in his shit. Bruh. No. Um. Anyway. That's it. That was really for real, y'all. That was just like a little fun article that I saw literally right before I did the podcast. I was like, I'm going to read this article on the podcast before we get on to all this fuck-ass shit that we got to talk about. But um, here's where I'm going to put a break in so that I can get this motherfucking money. And uh, we'll be back. All right, y'all. Um... I told y'all I wanted to start that shit off lighthearted because there's a bunch of trash-ass fucking shit today. All of it's not super trash, but it's a fair amount of garbage today, bro. Um, first off, man, being from uh, Oklahoma, being like Oklahoma is small, but it's not that small. Everything that happens in Oklahoma doesn't feel like it happens nearby you. When I saw this shit happen with the little girl who was missing from Surreal, I was like, I know where Surreal is. I used to have a biology teacher who lived in Surreal. And I used to think it was spelled like S-U-R-R-E-A-L, if that's how you spell it, I think. Um, but it's it's like it's like C-Y-R-I-L. Um, anyway, uh, it started off, it, it always, it, all this shit always looks suspicious because it is. Um, the little girl disappeared. Um, I'm going to just read the story. 
Um, married couple who police say was caring for a four-year-old girl in Oklahoma has been arrested and charged after the child's disappearance. Athena Brownfield was discovered, was first discovered missing by authorities after her young sister was seen unattended outside a home in the town of Surreal, about 55 miles southwest of Oklahoma City earlier this week, prompting officers and volunteers to launch a search for the child, authorities said. So, just to be clear, it jumps off with, they just found her sister kicking it outside the crib with no parents. So they was like, mm, let's look into this. So uh, Alicia, uh, Alicia Adams uh, and... Oh, uh, Alicia Adams was arrested Thursday in nearby Grady County and faces two counts of child neglect, according to Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigations. Yvonne Adams uh, was arrested Thursday in Phoenix, Oklahoma, uh, Phoenix, Oklahoma, Phoenix, Arizona, Oklahoma and Phoenix police said an outstanding felony warrant had been issued from Oklahoma on first degree murder and child neglect charges, according to a court document filed in Maricopa County. According to authorities learned Athena was missing on Tuesday after a mail carrier called the police and reported a young girl was unattended wandering outside the Adams's home. The girl turned out to be Athena's five-year-old sister who was not hurt when the police found her. Um, however, authorities had not been able to locate Athena since. Athena was being cared for by the couple at the time of her disappearance, according to Oklahoma authorities, who say the investigation is ongoing and are concerned about her well-being. You're talking about a toddler who's been on her own, the State Bureau said. Um, authorities have been in touch with Athena's parents but refused to provide additional information about the circumstances of the case. They said earlier this week, police searched Athena's home and are looking for more clues for the community. I'm not going to call them evidence, but we are finding things around town that could be helpful in the case. Yvonne Adams is currently being held uh, in Maricopa County. As, or Ivan. It's probably Ivan, bro. I, Yvonne. I'm so stupid, y'all. <laughs> uh, I was an AR star, just so y'all motherfucking know. I went on all kinds of trips because of how good I could read and some old shit, so fuck y'all. Um... <laughs> Uh, Alyssa Adams is in custody at Cato County Jail, Oklahoma. It's unclear Friday if the couple has legal representation, blah, 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 blah. They look like Matthew White. Um, and fuck them. I don't, I don't even be knowing what to say when it comes to stuff like this. And that's why typically I don't even bring these stories up. The only reason why I even put it on here was because all of this is so close to us kind of you know what i'm saying it's it's so i mean literally it's just close it's just it just happens around here and you know when things happen in your community you almost feel as though you should say something about it or you should you know, give a fuck about it in a way where you don't just gloss over it like it didn't happen. Cause that shit is fucking crazy, man. And it's, I hope that they find this little girl and I hope that she's okay. Um, but really regardless of that, it's, it's just wild to me that people have kids that they don't intend on caring for. It It is, it is so wild to me because, and I, I'm big on 
reproductive rights and all of that stuff, whatever. And I'm not even saying in a, in a, in a land of like these women are forced to have these kids, like not even that people do. I watch people literally have children that they are not prepared to care for in any way all the time. How often have you seen people who are literally already in the throes of addiction, get pregnant and have the child as though they're in any way capable of raising that child. And it's just so crazy to me that people do that because these kids don't have no other option. You just get the parents that you fucking get. And you never really think about how much your parents impact your ability to move and do things and to be successful. And when you are a parent, to me, as a parent, I spend so much time thinking about the higher level things of how do I get my children from A to B? How do I make sure that I'm facilitating them the things that they need to be able to like sow into themselves? How do I make sure that they have all the resources and support around them to be able to see their dreams as being attainable, right? That's what I'm on as a parent. To think that this motherfuckers who literally just out here letting their kids wander around. It's really motherfuckers out here because at this point, we don't know if they if, if they killed the girl and, and we're going to find the body later on. We don't know if they was really just letting them wander the fuck around and they don't know who the fuck done snatched her up and they done done who knows what to her and she who knows where. You know what I'm saying? We don't know if they, if they was really letting her wander the fuck around. She's going to be one of these girls we find out about 32 years later, grown as fuck, don't know shit about shit. It's just wild to me that there's people who just operate on that spectrum of parenthood when you could just not have kids. Having kids is so hard, bro. It is so hard. It is so much harder than just living on your own, than just being an adult in the world on your own without children. And I'm not trying to to tell y'all that y'all are complaining about life and shit. Everybody has their own struggle. Everything is hard. But listen to me. If you are struggling with life right now without children, you can't handle children right now. Just just to be clear, if if life is not a breeze for you right now, you're not ready for kids. Kids are hard as fuck. It's just it's just wild to me that motherfuckers have kids, put them in situations like this. And I, I hope that this girl is is okay. Um, and we'll find out. And fuck these motherfucking parents, bro. And this this is why I feel like. My my take on like prison abolition and all of this stuff, whatever, like it really does lie in the in the space of reforming prisons to a space of like actual like humane treatment and rehabilitation, not just like death punishment camp. But we can't get rid of the motherfuckers, bro, because there's some people who gotta go. It's some motherfuckers who can't just you just can't just be out here on the streets. I'm not with this. Nah. Fuck them. They got to go. But anyway. Y'all, the eggs is high as fuck. I know. Y'all are like, this is a hard pivot. This makes no sense. It doesn't. But we've we've had we've had some hard times. We need to to talk about some some something that we've all been dealing with. How motherfucking high these eggs are. And I'm also going to take this moment to tell you motherfuckers not to let these motherfuckers tell you that somebody did this and all this other bullshit because, y'all, I'm just tired of it. As a, as a group, this is all I'm about. 
all year from now on. If you fuck it with me, if you fucking with the fuck the shit podcast, this is what we're not doing this year. We're not doing this whole something fits into a box that I want. I'm going to do no further information on it at all. And I'm just going to spew some bullshit that's like counterproductive in any of that. We only talking about solutions, what we actually feel like things should look like and productive ways to get to that point. Joe Biden didn't make the motherfucking eggs cost no more. It's a whole ass bird flu going on throughout the whole fucking chicken industry. That's probably in much part due to the conditions that they keep them fucking chickens in, which is like, you know, something that could be mandated and regulated by the federal government. And if anybody was going to do it, it would be Democrats. But motherfuckers not going to let that happen because chicken will cost more and niggas don't want to pay more for chicken. And I don't, I'm not for the inhumane treatment of, of chickens. But I'm also not for these I'm not going to pay a whole lot more for chicken. It's not my fight. It's not a fight that I give a fuck about. I'm not going to sit up here and pretend like I do. If I see when I pass by, if you ever pass by one of them chicken trucks, you see how cooped up them chickens be. No pun intended. It is sad. You'd be like, God damn, that's fucked up. And they taking you to a chicken concentration camp. I know they are. I know they taking you to, to, to chicken Auschwitz. Were you about to be with a whole, I'm watching y'all be crammed up. They taking you to another place where it's y'all just going to be more crammed up with more of y'all where you all about to die, bro. Like it's fucked up how they doing the chickens out here. Right. But them conditions is probably why that avian fucking flu is fucking them chickens up and they can't sell them eggs. So supply and demand, you know what I'm saying? Only the niggas who's like, keeping the sickness off their chickens can sell eggs. So the price goes up and blah, 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 blah. And that's what's going on. There's no fucking master scheme to make you pay more for eggs by the Democrats. It's like literally motherfuckers who think that Joe Biden is sitting up there somewhere like some evil villain with a Mojo Jojo hat on talking about excellent. <laughs> I'm stupid. Excellent. You get it? You know what I'm saying? Because of the eggs. Anyway. Um, y'all. I wish I had some music for this. Because we got we got a whole segment. It's so much of this news. I had to put a whole segment together for it. Because it's some nasty ass news right here, y'all. This, that nasty news. I wanted to find some of that. Hold on real quick. I mean, let me see if I can find it real fast on the fly. We going to whatever, whatever it play. That's what we going to. That's what we're going to rock with. Hold on, let's see. Hold on. This don't sound nasty enough. This isn't the... There we go. Nasty news. Nasty news. That was worth the wait, y'all. I ain't even gonna lie. That was worth finding on the fly. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Um, 
Former Playboy model pleads guilty in slaying of 71-year-old psychiatrist found in trunk of car. Fam. There's good headlines and there's good headlines. My nigga, all facts, no clickbait, all juice. There's every, every, let's, let's go back over the headline real fast. Let's look at this, this work of motherfucking art. Former Playboy model, you like, all right, but what they did, what she did, right? Is she fine? I'm going to go now you because you already know after you read the thing, you got to go look up the pictures. You know, you know, you're going to look up the pictures. I looked up the pictures. Anyway, former Playboy model, please guilty. You like, OK, oh, they did it. So this about to be good. This ain't even no if, ands or buts. We ain't got to allegedly or nothing on this. She did the shit. In slaying. Slaying. Not murder. And she's white, y'all. This is a, a Caucasian woman who they're accusing of slaying someone. Bro, you know the you former Playboy model pleads guilty in slaying of 71-year-old psychiatrist. She didn't slay the old nigga. 71-year-old psychiatrist found in trunk of car. Is this bitch in the mob? This is it just. T, 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 Ice T, Ice T, I, <laughs> I was Ice T, Mr. T, uh, actual Lipton Ice T, uh, other T's, uh, T intersection, um, uh, T, T cell count, um, <laughs> no, it's just T though, I'm saying, because it was a lot anyway. Y'all, I'm on one today, leave me alone. A former Playboy model accused of killing a 71-year-old psychiatrist who police say was helping her pay bills. Sugar daddy. Oh, my God. 71-year-old sugar daddy psychiatrist murdered. <laughs> a former Playboy model accused of killing a 71-year-old psychiatrist who police say was helping her pay bills pleaded guilty to second-degree murder charge this week in his beating death in Las Vegas. Kelsey Turner, 29, was arrested and charged with murder and, consp and conspiracy to commit murder. Oh, sorry. It's charged with murder and conspiracy to commit murder in the death of Thomas Burchard of Salinas, California, in April of 2019. Turner entered an offer plea Wednesday. Oh, that's what Young Thug, or not, uh, that's what Gunner did, an offered plea. So she's a snitch. Okay, snitch slayer, bitch. Anyway, Turner issued an offer plea Wednesday. Court records are under a deal reached between attorneys in the case. Turner is maintaining her innocence, but pleaded guilty to a second degree murder charge. What the white? Las Vegas police say Burchard traveled from California to Las Vegas, where Turner lived at the time to end their two-year relationship in which she had apparently give, gave her an allowance that included paying her rent. Burchard was later found dead in the trunk of an abandoned Mercedes-Benz, the outlet reported. Burchard died of blunt force trauma to the head, according to the police, who found the car on a desert road near Lake Mead after Burchard's long-term girlfriend reported him missing. 
According to the Warren Birch's girlfriend, Judy Earp, believe Turner could be involved. Earp, Earp, E-A-R-P. I do not know how to say Y'all, I can read, but what are these names? Anyway, Earp, 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 E, Judy, that's her first name. Judy told the Californian her boyfriend had given the younger woman at least $300,000 over the past two years. Judy says she had not met the model personally, but said Bertrand had known Turner for two years. He was always helping people, Judy said. Anybody with a sad story, you know, some people took advantage of that. Wow. On May 31st, 2019, court records show Grand Dury indicted Turner and John Logan Kennison on murder charges in connection to his death. Another co-defendant in the case, Diana Pena, pleaded guilty in 2019, in June 2019, to accessory to murder. Um, Pena, the couple's roommate, has testified to grand jury that she watched Kennison swing a baseball bat at Burchard. Turner and Kennison had planned to take Burchard to the hospital after he was struck with the bat, the outlet reported. But later, Turner began demanding her boyfriend knock Thomas out. What? Kennison pleaded guilty in June of second degree murder and conspiracy to commit murder and was sentenced to a maximum 45 years in prison. Court records show Turner is set to be sentenced on the charge in January. So wait, wait, wait. I'm so confused right now. So Kennison hit Bircher. Then Turner and Kennison were going to take, so the man, this nigga first name, because these last names make it harder to, it's harder to track. So, 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 so John Logan, the nigga, the white boy. So Logan and our playboy model, uh, forgot her fucking first name. Goddamn, told y'all I don't got no memory no more. Kelsey. So Kelsey and John. The old man pull up, right? He pulling up to be like, I'm not fucking with this no more. You using me for this money. I think that she already knew that. Had this nigga pull up, bust this nigga over the head with a bat, and then, yeah. So she didn't kill him, but she told the other nigga to. Thomas is Bircher. So, how does she get a, this nigga got 45 years for second degree and conspiracy to commit murder. And she just pled guilty to, oh, wow. So she's going to get off on the conspiracy part. Check this out, y'all. Because no, she's the one who told, this how it worked when you white, when you're a white lady and you tell first. She got two checks on her name. She told first. So she ends up not getting a conspiracy charge, even though it was clearly she was a part of it because she's the one who was getting the money. Why would the other nigga give a fuck if this old man got murdered? Like he wouldn't have killed the old man. Even if that was like, if Logan is Kelsey's boyfriend, right? And the old man pulls up and he's like, oh, who's this old nigga? And she's like, oh, I don't know. That's not what happened. 
He pull up on her like, who that old man would have folded and been like, oh, hell no, nah, nigga. I'd, be, I'd just be tricking to these young hoes, bro. I didn't know it was like that. And he would have dipped on up out of there to his long-term girlfriend. He had a girlfriend. He got to be loaded. Again, they knew he had bread. He probably pulled up. Homie jumped out on some I'ma rob you shit because nigga 71. That nigga probably did not just drop the bag. He boom, hit him with the bat. Now they like, oh, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? And then Kelsey like, well, fuck it. You've already done it now. Just kill him. So now he done killed him. And then they done found this nigga in the trunk of the Mercedes later on. She didn't come to police and get that way. Man, she's a motherfucking devil too. That's wild. You shouldn't even be able to tell out of something like that. That's evil. That's evil as fuck. Anyway, Louisiana's new porn law carries user privacy risk. I told y'all we had some nasty ass, new, nasty news, nasty news. Um, and, <laughs> um, oh, this is a motherfucking interview, bro. Y'all, I done fucked up. This sometime I be doing this. I don't be reading the um headline before I. I don't be reading the head. I just read the, you know what I'm saying? I read the headline. I'm like, oh, this one going to work. Oh. But I'd be yawning at 7 o'clock in the, or in, the, in the evening. A new law in Louisiana aims to crack down on age verification on pornographic websites to protect children. The law went into effect the new year on Sunday, January 1st. Louisiana lawmakers called pornographic pornography pornography a public health crisis public health crisis corroding influence on children on in the bill according to listen y'all let me take a sip of water there's a fair amount of reading ahead of us having a tough reading day for whatever reason okay i'm composed Louisiana lawmakers called pornography. <laughs> I'm still doing it. Okay, one more time. Louisiana lawmakers called pornography a public health crisis, corroding influence on children in the bill. According to Act 440, requiring, requiring age verification was due to young children being easily exposed to porn because of how widely available the internet is. This law had bipartisan support and passed almost unanimously in both the House and Senate with close to 50 co-authors, including Democrats and Republicans, tweeted Republican Lori Shegel. It was not a Republican win, but a win for children in Louisiana. This bill is about protecting children, not limiting adults. The law focuses on mental health, citing that porn adds to hypersexualization that could affect the child's self-esteem negatively. Negatively. Pornography may also impact brain development and function and contribute to emotional and me medical illnesses, shape deviant sexual arousal, and lead to difficulty in forming or maintaining positive intimate relationships, as well as promoting problematic or harmful sexual behaviors in and addiction, the law states. Websites without age verifications for corporations at risk of lawsuit. According to the law, Louisianians can use can sue websites with over a third of the porn with over a third of porn content for not having age verification. So as long as you so Twitter's safe. Twitter is good. 
if you're in Louisiana and you you don't want to put your ID online because they say that you're gonna have to like present a, a photo of your ID or a digital copy of your ID to a porn website, fam. Everyone listening to my voice under the age of 34 done destroyed one of their own or one of their family's computers behind the litany of viruses that porn websites will subject any and all of your devices to. There is no way on the planet Earth I would ever put a photo ID, a picture of my photo ID on a fucking porn website? Nigga, never. It's not that deep, bro. It's not that deep. It has never been that deep. And I get them, bro. They don't want kids being able to watch porn and all this other stuff. But let me tell you something about these motherfucking kids. They smarter than you. They smarter than y'all. They smarter than all y'all adults who making rules about the internet. They understand the internet way better than you. This did not do anything. The scammers is is ready, bro. They about to, as many, y'all, how many emails have you got from real legitimate non-porn corporations talking about, we sorry that your information was probably released in a data breach. It happens all the time. Make Home Depot, Nike, it'd be major people sending you shit like, oops, our bad. And you think I'm about to get porn fucking hub my ID, bro? <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Niggas about to be making a hole. That's what I'm about to do. I'm about to make me a, a website that is that is one-fourth pornography and three-fourths puppy pictures. And you come on from in Louisiana, you can watch all the porn. You just gonna be a search feature. With a filter, you could just filter out the puppies if you want. You could just be like, filter options. It'll be like, no puppies. And you could be like, no puppies. It'd be like, oh, look at all these titties. You know <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I just don't think that's going to work because kids gonna, kids are kids, bro. And they're going to do what they want to do. Um. Anyway, more nasty news. More nasty news, y'all. Former porn star Ron Jeremy to be declared incompetent to stand trial for rape. I don't know if y'all remember this a little while ago, but I actually remember when the story came out that it was like Ron Jeremy had raped a woman. And then it was shortly after that. I feel like this was right around the time the Cosby shit happened because it was just the way it went down was so similar that I was just like, damn, this is how it's going to go. And not... Not in a way that I thought it was fake. In a way that I thought it made sense. This era is over. It has actually passed where you can be a wild-ass predator and just run around life that way, and eventually someone's not going to say something. These motherfuckers was being predators in rooms with all these people, doing this shit in front of all these people, and it was so normalized that they never said anything and now it's just a different climate so when one person says something and they see the reaction is not vitriol a bunch of other women are like he grabbed my pussy too the fuck 
because these niggas is out here on that crazy shit or whatever. So I seen, I kind of remember this happened a while ago. One woman came out was like, Ron Jeremy raped me. And I think like there was like another woman who may have said something like that. That was like a bunch of women was like, bow, 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 sexual assault, sexual, like all this other different shit or whatever, which is kind of like when you're an ugly ass, fat, bald, balding nigga who somehow made it to be a porn star, like star, literal star like star from porn ron jeremy like i don't know that i have ever actually seen a ron jeremy porn video i saw ron jeremy but i knew who ron jeremy was in reference to being a porn star i i am not certain but i believe before i even saw porn maybe not before i ever like saw it at all but like definitely before i ever like watched it you see what I'm saying? Like, definitely before I was being able to decide which, and I was definitely definitely not in the niche of Ron Jeremy. You feel me? So, um, yeah, imagine being somebody like him in an industry like that where the women are probably already getting harassed all the time by everyone. I can only imagine skeletons in that man's closet. Um, anyway, former adult film star Ron Jeremy is suffering from severe dementia and will be declared incompetent to stand trial on multiple charges of rape later this month, according to L.A. County prosecutor in an email obtained by The Times. Jeremy, whose legal name is Ronald Hyatt, was first charged in June 2020 with raping four women he had met. Damn, foe, 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 raping four women he had met in West Hollywood bars and clubs. The case quickly ballooned as dozens of women came forward claiming the one-time porn king had been abusing women for decades at parties and adult film conventions or on movie sets. It's crazy how far porn has come, though, y'all. To think that a nigga like Ron Jeremy was considered the king of porn. I don't know which one of these mega dick Negroids you would call. Yeah, I said it. You would call the king of porn now. But they definitely not built like Ron Jeremy. No homo. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, if you look, you survey the landscape, it ain't no Ron Jeremy's left. Nigga, that shit is, that ship has sailed. That's like a, he's like a Bill Lambeer. See, Bill Lambeer wouldn't have got no play in the NBA if he had been in any other time but the time he was in. He comes in a little bit too later, nigga, ain't shit the league gonna do with a Bill Lambeer. But right in his, in his heyday, he really made an impact. That's Ron Jeremy. Anyway. The impact on Rayfield, apparently. Jeremy, 69, was later indicted on more than 30 counts of sexual assault stemming from allegations made by 20 women with some of his alleged crimes dating to the 1990s. But weeks before Jeremy's trial was set to begin last year, his defense attorney, Stuart Goldfarb, walked into a Los Angeles courtroom and said his client did not recognize him. In an email obtained by the Times this week, L.A. County Deputy District Attorney Paul Thompson said the mental health experts called on by prosecutors and Jeremy's defense team have determined he suffers from severe dementia and there's no evidence he's faking his symptoms. As a result of the agreement of the experts, the defendant will be declared incompetent to stand trial. His prognosis for improvement is no good. If he does not improve, we will not be able to try him for his other crimes because criminal proceedings yeah, but basically because his, he's got jello pudding brain and they can't do anything about that. Yeah, that's wild. Um, every all this is saying that there's they knew that he had dementia already. They kind of knew that this wasn't going to happen. It's been two and a half years. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, say he'll probably end up in a state-run hospital. Yeah, that's wild, man. I will say this, and I and I mean this with the utmost sincerity. I am well aware from doing this podcast, just from being plugged in and shit or whatever, how unaccommodating the system is to a woman who is seeking some level of uh, justice for being sexually abused in any way. I know this to be true. Not I think, not nothing. I know it to be true. But it, I don't know that it's even just about the specific person. I think that this is maybe like a call on like community as a whole to be more uh, supporting of a process that leads to someone being comfortable coming forward with allegations like that beforehand. Because what's trash about the way we handle, and, and I do think a lot of it is not, I don't think that this is from the victim, from a woman who gets sexually abused. It's just so trash the way we handle sexual abuse claims or allegations from women in, in America that I would completely understand why you would just not go through with the process of trying to bring charges against somebody. But in the same breath, it's just like these motherfuckers keep doing that shit because nobody goes forward. Like it's like the system perpetuates the, the predators. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. I don't know where because I can't I can't I can't just be like stop raping women. You know what I'm saying? Like obviously that would be the ideal is that no one ever did no wild shit like this ever again. But men always have, and they probably always will. So I just feel like I'm just, it bothers me that the system is so fucked up that we've come to this point. I just feel like as a woman, if something like this happens to you, you should feel super comfortable coming forward and being like, hey, we got to get this nigga off the streets before he does to somebody else, especially when you consider the quick uh, escalation that you see from uh sex crimes to murder. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like that I don't know, man. That that is disappointing to me. And I hate it. And to see a nigga like this get off going from the 90s all the way until his brain turns into fucking uh uh mud. Now he finally getting held accountable and he don't even know where the fuck he at. You see, he can't even, he's not even a threat to nobody at this point anymore. It's, it's over. It's just, I'm not even of the, I'm not even of the punishment. Like, I don't think like he, he didn't even get punished for this. That's not how I feel. It's like, he was allowed to continue doing this for a lifetime. He was doing this shit until he literally physically could not do it anymore. And that's just, that's fucking sad to me. And I don't know. It's just trash that that's what we have. Anyway, the last story in nasty news. I told y'all it wasn't a little bit. It was a lot. We had a lot of nasty news. Y'all may have seen this story. This story is about a police officer 
who uh, was a little bit too much of a team player. Shocked and disappointed, that's the word from one city leader as several Laverne police officers are off the job, all linked to a sexual misconduct scandal. Good evening, I'm Vicki Yates. And I'm Rory Johnston. Yeah, tonight, News Channel 5's Nick Ferris shares the very latest developments as this investigation continues. Several Laverne police officers here are caught up in something of a scandal. Everything from inappropriate sexual conduct, sexual harassment, lying, and word is, that's not the end of it. Shocked and overall disappointed with uh, our police department and what's, what's happened. Newly elected Alderman Kara Hobbs says since the story broke on Friday, she's been flooded with constituent calls. It's been really frustrating from a leadership standpoint to have citizens questions and concerns regarding this and I'm learning the details right along with the general public. Here is what we know. An internal investigative report documents explicit and graphic detail of officers involved in sexual misconduct. Some of it happening while on duty and on city property. Five have been fired. Patrol officer Megan Hall, patrol officer Juan Lugo Perez, Sergeant Lewis Powell, Detective Seneca Shields, and Sergeant Henry Ty McGowan. Three others have been suspended, K-9 officer Larry Holliday, patrol officer Patrick Magliocco, and patrol officer Gavin Schoberl. Hobbs says details of the investigation made public so far have shaken public confidence in the PD. There's definitely going to be a, a time period where we're going to have to really emphasize rebuilding the trust of our, our community. Yeah. Police Chief Chip Davis issued a statement saying, in part, the actions of a few do not represent the entire department. The situation will be addressed internally and that counselors are being brought in to help officers. He also says there is sufficient staff remaining to cover all patrol shifts. At this point, these are all internal police department violations, but I did talk to the Rutherford County District Attorney. He says at this point, there's no evidence of criminal activity but it's something he will be watching very closely. Nick Barris, News Channel 5. All right, Nick, thank you. By the way, Laverne's mayor, Jason Cole, said he thinks the situation is unacceptable. His top priority is rebuilding the trust between the department and the public. Okay, y'all. Uh, <laughs> first of all, Shawty fuck everybody on the department, bro. Like she was the department jump off for real, for real, my nigga. Like this was one of those situations where you're like, who wasn't she fucking, bro? Like if you wasn't here, did you feel a way at that point? Like, did you feel like what's wrong with me? How come she didn't let me, you know what I'm saying? She done let the whole five officers fire. And when you see their pictures, y'all, she didn't discriminate. She didn't have no time. I ain't got no time. <laughs> she was out here fucking, fucking, bro. And they all got fired, bro. It was a report that she was at a, a hot tub. Hold on, y'all. I got to see. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I just got to. That report kind of gave y'all the oh, not not fucking video. These niggas is trying to find she y'all know that's one thing about this girl. She didn't got fired from this. If it's anything, I guarantee y'all about uh this girl. Uh 
she gonna have OnlyFans in a few in a, in a in a few months. Hold on, let me see if I can find. Okay, cause that shit didn't tell y'all the details. The internal investigation conducted in December revealed that the officers engaged in various sexual misconduct. This is exchanging explicit photos, stripping, uh, in a, stripping in a girls gone wild themed, uh, hot tub party. Even having oral sex with two officers at the police station. Hall and the other officers involved: Sergeant Powell, Sergeant Lugo, and Sergeant McGowan and Detective Shields were all dismissed as a result of their actions. The misconduct discovered after the mayor of Laverne uh, was tipped off about Hall's involvement with the threesome with Officer Maglioco and his wife, uh, among other claims. Maglioco admitted to having sex with Hall on numerous occasions. The occasion found uh, the investigation found that the affairs occurred in hotel rooms, other officers' houses, even on a boat while while they were on the clock, while they were all on the clock. Hall reportedly claimed to be in an open marriage and allegedly agreed to have a threesome with the Magliocos despite the husband's object, despite her husband's objections. Maglioso also claimed that Hall bragged about Powell's big black dick and that Powell performed a sex act on him. And that Powell performed a sex act on him while on duty. I, th- I think that they got that backwards. I think that Powell. Powell initially denied having any sexual contact with Hall, but later admitted to the affair. Yeah. Hall uh, initially denied the sexual relationships with Powell and Maglioco, but eventually confessed and was also admitted to having sex with Lugo at a motel. According to the sources, two additional officers, Patrick Maglioco and Larry Holiday, who was accused of having affairs with Hall, kept their jobs, but were ultimately suspended. The internal investigation also discovered that Hall and many of the male officers had exchanged pornographic texts and pictures of themselves. This type of behavior is considered sexual harassment as it can lead to a hostile work environment for other employees. In summary, a group of police officers led by Officer Megan Hall were terminated from their positions due to their involvement in multiple workplace affairs. Yeah. So she's like fucking everybody, telling everybody about it. Like It's like a whole game to her. That's all she's really there for, y'all. Let me let me read y'all one more story off of this. Let me read y'all one more story off of this, y'all. Tennessee cop. Oh my god, not are you a robot? No, I'm not a motherfucking robot, bro. God damn, bro. I had the damn shit pulled up. And anyone be like, oh, are you a robot? Blah, blah, blah. Officers may not have support over. It ain't may not. Okay, so this funny. Some of these, this is like, oh, he may not have supported the, the open marriage. No, he did not. Oh, my God. Damn. Bam, a lamb.
Oh my god. Y'all, I can't pull up the motherfucking story because these motherfucking websites be so goddamn glitchy. But what I can tell you is this. Uh that nigga is the son of a pastor. He did not know that she be on the shit that she be on. Um he uh got a whiff of it at one party. It was mad upset about it. They said, like the other officer said, that he was, you know, that, that he didn't know because they thought it was an open marriage. But he's still sticking with her behind all this, bro. And I don't call men simps, bro. That nigga a simp. Period. I usually be like, no, you do whatever you want, blah, blah, blah. You, he does not approve of that behavior, my nigga. If he was cool with it, if he was one of them niggas who gets off on his wife sucking other niggas' dicks and shit like that, then now it'd be cool. But it's not. He doesn't. He doesn't. You got to leave her, bro. She been bringing you to parties while she topping off niggas in the bathroom and shit like that? Bro, no way. No way. No way. And real talk, she's a piece of shit for that because she has a husband. No cap. Again, I'm all for doing whatever you want to do. To be honest with you, I understand why they got fired because I can't see how it create it can recur, it could create a hostile work environment. And for, for every Megan Hall, there's probably a hundred other women police officers who are low-key being sexually harassed and occasionally raped by these male officers that they work with. Because, you know, I don't trust them. I don't trust the police. So I don't necessarily believe that they have any true allegiance to one another inside that fraternity like you think they do. Not male to woman. Not like they should. I'll be shocked to find out that rampant sexual mis conduct between male and female officers wasn't commonplace in police departments it is in every other industry why wouldn't it be anyway um if i can get why the police department is like no nah, we got rules against that because it could go left either way but just on a, a personal level if she's single and she wants to be out here just sucking all these dicks then that's on her bro like you do what you want to do. You're a human being. You get to live your life however you want to. No one has to live your life but you. So why would I really just put myself into it like that, right? Um, but uh, she's married, bro. And your husband over that shit, bro. Like you using that man. Or you disrespecting like whatever. It's it's you you wrong for that. She just need to let that man go so she can hold in peace. Ain't no problem if you want to go out there and go get you another job where they don't have such strict workplace environments. You can get fucked on the coffee machine or whatever the fuck it is, little weird kink you got. But you can't be taking down your poor little husband, man. You know he the pastor's son. We didn't all met a dude like this. You know he wanted them. Let her do whatever. I just thought that was wild, bro. We had to talk about that freaky lady, bro. Out there fucking the whole police department, bro. Um. Alright. So. This is some shit that's been going on, man. I've been meaning to talk about this Dana White shit. And. I had an article pulled up about it, but I don't even think it's an article necessary for the Dana White shit, bro. My nigga slapped his wife up, smacked her up in the club like last week or some shit like that on camera. She hits him. He snatches her up, smacks her twice, smacks her to one and smacks her again. Um, On some, 
drunk mad shit or whatever. And I'm gonna just keep it a bill, y'all. I understand the frustration from black people in particular whenever we see situations like this where Dana White does what he does and the coverage of it is so sparse. It's the same thing like it's like Dana White, the Brett Favre thing, all these other shits go down. And then you see it all the time. It's like, but when Kyrie did da da da, and to me, it is a bad one for one. You know what I'm saying the Jerry Jones, all that, like it's not really a great one for one, but man, the more these situations come up, it seems like you don't really need a one for one because the point is, no matter what these motherfuckers do, if that was all right, think about the coverage that the Jay Z Solage elevator incident got. Think about how heavily that shit was on mainstream media so lodge and jay-z in a fight on in an elevator fight and she did run up on that nigga over whatever was going on with her her sister or whatever like on some like whatever shit but he didn't do nothing but put his hands up or whatever they get off the elevator together like it's like it's like a little family spat but it's not really that deep on tv over and over and over and over and over again this ain't a white shit for him to be the head of UFC, I would be shocked if there was not at least one person who heard about this via the podcast. And that's crazy to me. There's no way that you shouldn't have already heard about this ahead of time. He will face no punishment because he is the one who, who ultimately would have to give himself the punishment. And he's on, on tape saying some arrogant ass shit on some, like, I mean, what am I going to do? Punish myself. I mean, if I punish myself, everyone loses, you know, I just, so I'm just gonna, we're just going to keep going through me and my wife. We've talked about, and it's just, it's just bullshit to me. They letting this man get such a wild pass. And so much of it is because there's a media relationship between, you know what I'm saying? UFC and, these media outlets and they don't want to burn that bridge. And so I think this really does go to show a lot of times where people are like, Oh, they were so quick to kill Kanye and kill get kill Kyrie, but they don't do these other guys. What it is with these guys. A lot of times is of course being white doesn't hurt, but also it's the, it's drug dealer theory. I've been trying to find a way to, to bring this into the podcast. Right. When I used to when I used to sell drugs, I used to sell weed. Every time I came to a family function, event, anything like that, I always came with stuff. Like we having a barbecue, I'm bringing a bunch of meat. We having uh, we we doing something. Y'all already got me bet. I'm gonna go get some beers. I'm gonna go get beer. I'm gonna go get this every time. Even if I just go smoke, when I come back, I'm bringing more stuff. Because when you come back with something in your hand, a motherfucker got to make a decision. Do they want to take your shit or do they want to call you out on your shit? Because you can't take my beer and then ask me where I got the money from to buy it. You can't do all that. And it works for years, y'all. I'm not going to lie. My family was leaving me the fuck alone for the most part. Because every time I came in, I had something. And that's the way it be with these powerful motherfuckers, right? That's the way it is with a Dana White. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, sure. You can fire me up. But if you do, are you still going to have the same access to like my, my, my product? Can I make it, um, 
more difficult for you. And I think that is uh, one of the main reasons why you see uh, media outlets, ESPNs with Stephen A. Smith, you know what I'm saying, cooning for motherfucking Dana White. You know, we 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 understand that, you know, he knows this is wrong and blah, 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 and he needs to be punished. But I just, and, and you know what, I, I'm going I'm to stop saying cooning, even though it kind of is. Uh, because my frustration with it just comes from, just call it what it is, bro. That man brutalized his wife in a club. He smacked her up because she got out of line. And that's the relationship they have. They are a white ass, blue face and Krishan. You just don't see their shit because they don't publicize it the same way. But you can tell from that exchange that they get drunk and hit on each other. Because he smacked her like, why are you doing this shit in public? You know, I'll smack you up. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't have remorse after he smacked her like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I can't believe I did that. He smacked her like, bitch, why you make me do this in public? And to be honest, nobody around them reacted like, oh, my nigga, what are you doing slapping your wife up? And the camera was far away. So all I'm saying is this is probably like a pattern of behavior. It's probably not just like an isolated incident like we're going to let it pretend to be. But, you know, whatever. Let's just let's call it whatever we want to call it. Right. Um. What else we got? Lizzo put out a tweet. And I actually wanted to read this because I actually kind of agree with her tweet. It said, uh, this may be a random time to say this, but it's on my heart. Cancel culture is appropriation. There's a real outrage from truly marginalized people. And now it's become trendy, misused and misdirected. I hope we can phase out, uh, phase out of this and focus our outrage on the real problems. Um, I believe that is absolutely true. I think that the idea that someone should be canceled, the first person who I can really think of being canceled by a movement was R. Kelly. And I, I may be like missing over an obvious person, but R. Kelly is the first person who I could think of, right? And the notion behind the R. Kelly thing wasn't R. Kelly said an offensive thing or R. Kelly holds a belief that is um, not not in line with what I believe to be morally in, in tune, right? It was R. Kelly has historically and is currently abusing women because that is who he is. And at this point, to continue to patronize his music is to support that. That was not trendy. It wasn't just to, to be doing something. It was real life. This person is not problematic. This person is a problem. And as a community, we are out of line still giving this person our support. That is something that I can in line with, I can get with all day long. But now this idea of, I don't like what somebody said, da, 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 da. I mean, I can't put it any other way. I could, but I'm not going to. It feels white. It feels like, it feels very white complainy. It feels like you shouldn't be able to say anything to me that I don't like. Anyone who says anything that hurts my feelings should have to go away and da, 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 da. 
And I'm really just kind of of the mind of if you say or do things I don't fuck with, I just won't fuck with you. You see what I'm saying? I don't have to fuck with you. It's real easy. It's not really a huge thing beyond that. There's actually nothing really beyond that. It's just I don't fuck with you no more. And that's it. Um, but yeah, now I do think outrage is, is trendy, not even low key. It's, it's trendy as fuck to be outraged by shit, to feel as though, uh, like, <clears throat> I don't know. I just think I thought, I thought that was actually a really good tweet. I don't know for sure if that's what she meant, but if that's what she meant, I, I firmly agree. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, uh, Motherfuckers want to say like, oh, you like like the police will like act like cancel culture is something that applies to them. Like, oh, you got to be careful what you do out here because they'll cancel you. Like, what are you trying to say, bro? Like, you got to kill. You got to be careful which nigger you indiscriminately murder because they might cancel you. Ha <laughs> ha. Like, nigga, Derek Chauvin didn't get canceled, nigga. He got charged criminally for murder. It's not the same. And to equate those things to like, it's just like woke. You know what I'm saying? Like being woke used to be a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I think cancel culture, outrage culture is kind of getting morphed in the same way um, as that. But uh, y'all waiting for a minute. I'm running out of juice. Your boy is tired. I work hard as fuck. Y'all already know that shit or whatever. Um, So you know what? We are going to do one more thing. No, we're not. We'll save these for next week. Y'all, it's been real. Over the next week or so, I'll be giving y'all more information on kind of what you're going to get for your money. For those of y'all who subscribe, where you can kind of put that money to make sure that you're actually getting the best bang for your buck. Uh, But as of right now, I appreciate y'all for everything as always. It's love because it's always love. I'm out of here. Peace. Yeah. Double up the respect. Came through the wire, fresh out the fire, my mic check. Leaning and rocking, feel it yourself, it's high tech. Moving pieces all on the board, my nigga trying to see. Billion. Mm. My gift to gab on it. Escape trials and tribulations, fighting your honor. Shark in the water, grabbing for paper like I'm Nirvana. Code of honor that I follow, my nigga, is worth billion. Huh. Homie, fuck your greasy granny them. He been slapping shit so long, they gotta come and Grammy him. He so fly, he walk on stars, solar systems carry him. Bank account status when they bury him. Billion. Uh, make sure you say it two times. Dre, Dre, nigga. Make sure you say it two times. <laughs> Trying to see the salad with the croutons. Laying the foes down like futons for the billion. Yeah, man, you're not tuning in there. Fuck this shit podcast. And billions 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 and